forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a planet This is live at five, live at five, live at five. Really muddy today. I don't know why. It's kind of like a kind of kind of time of year it is. It's mud season. Uh, but uh, looks like we're on track for another show here. I think. It's just very strange. A lot of bass coming out of here. What's going on here? You know, Mondays are always the time to find out what happened over the weekends, and I'm finding that out right now. Plus, I'm not recording on Facebook at that moment. I don't know why. Oh, I'm batting a thousand. That's great. Let me see what I got here. I'm supposed to have this on both, but I'm just recording it. Okay, anyway. Welcome to the show. Uh, this is the Live at Five show. And you know what? Uh, over the weekend, I, I, I found out something. If, you, if you've been paying attention to yours truly, and I know you have, uh, that uh, my phone hasn't been working as of the early part of April. I made the switch. I was jumping up and down, telling people I was saving all types of bucks. Big bucks. Big dollars. Look at me. I'm such a genius. You know, I had all types of people coming up to me and saying, hey, you should make the switch. Go Make the switch. Go from Verizon to Spectrum. You, you're a Spectrum user, right? You're already getting fleeced, right? Go, you make the switch. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it. Six days later, I couldn't make a phone phone call. But I still figured, you know, I said, hey, you know what? I'm still saving, still saving money here. I felt like the, the coach from... Uh, Remember the show Coach? <laughs> not, not the head coach, but his assistant coach. He went out and bought himself like a Maserati or something. He was talked into it like from some quick-selling sale, sales girl at the dealership. She sold him like a, a $200,000 vehicle. And then he had to take the bus back and forth to work because he, he couldn't afford the insurance. In a way, it was kind of like me. It's like, well, I was accepting the fact that here it is. I was saving money, but I still couldn't use it. So over the weekend... Uh, my wife and I decided to just get up and, uh, and go to Point Peninsula, considering there was a murder there. So we wanted to see if it was still not dangerous anymore. Uh, so we get there, and uh, I'm trying to pair my, my phone with the TV set. I thought I could, I, could, I could use my existing Spectrum cable streaming package in two locations. Well, I, I discovered that's not the case. You got to do some. You got to jump through hoops. You can't get Yankee baseball. You got to go to Wi-Fi. And if you're not on Wi-Fi every other Thursday, maybe, maybe, maybe. So I, uh, I gotta, I gotta figure that out. But in the process, I'm looking at my settings on my phone, and I, I notice one of the settings clearly says Wi-Fi calling, and I noticed that it was off. I looked at it again. It said Wi-Fi calling off. So I said, huh. I'm not looking for that right now. I gave up on that because I'm saving money and I can text people instead. Let's see if that might mean something. So I, I, shovel, I, I, I shoved it to the right and I realized, hey, there you have it. I called my wife immediately and she was in the same room just so I could find out if it would work. And it did. It's amazing how after three and a half weeks, I guess, oh my God, 
my smartphone can actually make a phone call. It could do everything else. It could, it could go. It could go it, uh, look at uh, the the Hubble uh, telescope. It can give me data from Wall Street. I can learn the latest from Elon Musk. I can get calls. I can text. I can email. But I just couldn't do the simple thing like uh, make a phone call. Couldn't do it. And then I did it. It's a very liberating thing. You know the expression, water's never appreciated until the well runs dry. Well, that's very true. You can have a smartphone that does everything you want it to do. But if you can't actually physically pick it up and call someone, you're worthless. Well, you feel you're worthless. You feel useless. But now it's working. <sighs> anyway, over the weekend, we watched, how many of you watched The Godfather on the, uh, the Paramount Network? Which, by the way, I didn't even know existed. The Paramount Network has apparently been on for at least a year now. Uh, what is it? Well, I guess they play The Godfather every other week, but I was watching The Godfather, and then throughout watching it, by the, by the way, Godfather 1 and 2, uh, I'm, I'm watching it, and, and it keeps on telling me, hey, you should watch this. You should watch this show about the making of The Godfather called The Offer. And I started watching that. I fell asleep. I watched it about 30, 35 minutes. It seemed very interesting. It was done in this, you know, overly done, you know, they, 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 the, the, the way they chopped things up and, and sold the package of all these cast of characters. And I know you, you can't take a, a thousand pages and, and, and then attempt to do a, a, you know, a little TV show from it. You've got to condense that and jump around from, from, from situation to situation. I get it. But some of it seemed overly done to me. But nonetheless, what I did realize or didn't realize is that Mario Puzzel was a nobody when he wrote the godfather i thought up until the time when he wrote it that he was a somebody but in fact he wasn't up until the time where he wrote the godfather he had done virtually nothing he didn't write anything he wasn't and he just you know he wasn't very good at writing he couldn't write about things that he really really knew about and considering he grew up i believe on the streets of the bronx <clears throat> in a very italian neighborhood uh back prior to the war years uh that uh, i you know again he that's all he knew he was a good writer but that, like they always say, write about things that you know about. Teach about things that you know about. Talk about things that you know about. Uh, or if you're Glenn Curry, you know, make it up as if you know, you know something about it. Just because, you know, that, that sells too. But so anyway, uh, in the beginning of the storyline, they had this fat, chubby guy playing, uh, who was playing Mario Puzzle, who later admitted, the actor himself, he said the book's not very good. And then uh, Francis Ford Coppola said the book wasn't very good either. But people still read it. Because it, it talked about this whole lifestyle that no one could talk about. We, we, we saw all these gangster movies, noir movies back in the 30s, 40s, and Jimmy Cagney, Humphrey Bogart. You know, but that didn't talk about the, the Italian mafia as much as, as what The Godfather did. Up until that point, it was taboo. So Mario Puzo, although I'll have to watch it again, and I think it's, a, it's, it's a, at least three pieces to this uh, short, whatever it is. It's called The Offer, and it's on Paramount+. Plus. It was very good, but Mario Puzo apparently got in himself in trouble back in the, in the 60s, just prior to writing the book, with a couple of loan sharks, and uh, they were, you know, he got roughed up a couple of times because he, uh, he was a gambler, and he owed at least five, $6,000 to multiple people back in the late 60s. That's a lot of money. So his wife at the time, you know, kind of like a, a Kenny Rogers song, you know, she, but she believes in me. You know, she kept on insisting, right, 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 and he did. And he wrote you know, the, the greatest uh, story uh, ever filmed, ever done on production, ever, uh, called Godfather 1 and 2. We don't ever refer to Godfather 3. In my opinion, it never, it never should have existed. But uh, it was still made. And Mario Puzo died on July 4th weekend, 1999. The only reason why I know that is because I was the best man 
at my friend's uh, wedding down in Long Island, one of the hottest weekends ever that weekend. And I remember driving along the Long Island Expressway and hearing uh, that Mario Puzo had just passed away. So thank God, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a, that story in itself, because there's so many storylines in this offer movie. And then later on, he meets up with Francis Ford Coppola, who looks at the book and says, this is awful, I could do better, blah, blah, blah. Together, they collaborated on both screenplays. And like I said, created uh, movie magic. Uh, so uh, check that out when you have a chance. Apparently, it's free. If you get cable, more than likely, you'll get, uh, you'll, 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 you'll get the, uh, <clears throat> the Paramount Network. All right, so uh, over the weekend, uh, how many times did you see Jankowitz? I forget her first name already. A lovely lady. Uh, beautiful singer, by the way. Uh, she's the new uh, disinformation czar. Now, again, I know you've been hearing a lot about it. I know you're probably rolling your eyes. You don't want to hear any more about it. I get it. I don't blame you. But it is interesting to see how far left we've gotten and uh, how they're trying to shove this down our throats. And then my question is, how are they going to do this? I mean, if you use Facebook or any one of the social media platforms, most of us use Facebook, you already know about the little you know, stamps like, oh, this might not be true. Uh, fact checkers you know, have said that this could be untrue, blah, blah, blah. Uh, reveal the screen to see what we're talking about, whichever. How is it this new disinformation czar who now claims she's getting death threats and she finally let it out of the bag? She says, I'm a pregnant Jewish woman. Stay away from me. And, of course, that falls into the whole narrative, like, you know, people that go against her, you know, are misogynist, they're sexist, uh, they might be xenophobic, whichever, or, or anti-Semites. She, this, is, this, is, this is the process. So now she's going to fall back on the fact that she's a woman. Now she's a pregnant woman. Congratulations. But the way she sings that song and the way her eye movements and whatnot, if that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what could piss you off. How can anyone tolerate that? So that's been on everyone's mind, at least in the know. If people that really, you know, who, who listen to AM 1240, and I know anyone out there listening right now more than likely knows what I'm talking about. But uh, this just adds more suffering to being a conservative. And uh, one has to ask the question, when does this end? When does it end? Does anyone know? Because I've been thinking about this, and I wanted to sum this up the best way I could. <clears throat> you know, I, I use this passive-aggressive approach to social media on any regard, so it could be, it could be Jankowitz, uh, it could be. You know, I mean, look, look, look right now. Nancy Pelosi's was rather over in Ukraine, and God bless her for taking that chance. Or anyone uh, from either the State Department or elected officials going into a war zone and uh, risking risking their lives essentially <coughs> to speak to Zelensky. But you got to ask the question: Are you speaking on behalf of the administration? You're not the Secretary of State. You're the leader of the House. You're also 110 years old. And she's over there with Adam Schiff, and they're saying, whatever it takes to get the job done. I says, is, is that what's happening here? I mean, you know, last time I heard someone speak in those terms was Alexander Haig, who says, I, I'm in charge, you know, when Reagan got shot in 81. So you've got to ask the question, who's running the ship? So that, that leads me into what I've been thinking and why people don't want Donald Trump as their president, but why people... And I'm talking more or less the independents and the go-betweens, and for that matter, other people in general. But here's the reason. Hear me out. I think a lot of people look at uh, Joe Biden as, as the guy that's not making the decisions and that they're okay with that, that he's the old guy that took Donald Trump out. And, yes, he has a lot of flaws, but more than likely he's just there as a figurehead and people are making decisions for him. They don't want Donald Trump in that same scenario because although Donald Trump has a lot of people surrounding him making 
you know, helping him to make decisions. A lot of people fear that Donald Trump makes his own decisions, which, by the way, last I checked was what a president's supposed to do. He's supposed to get guided advice, um, you know, advisement here, there, everywhere from, from the best of the best. Right. I get that. And then make a decision. We know that Joe Biden's not making any decisions on his own. Other people like Ron Klain are making them for them, for him. Not to mention Donald, uh, former President Barack Obama, his wife, uh, Valerie Jarrett also. And, of course, Ron Klain has a huge, huge influence over the current presidency. So I, I think there's, there's, there's the two people right now. There's, there's like, nope, Donald Trump is, is, is a loose cannon who makes decisions on his own, who could put his finger on the, on the nuclear arsenal. And then there's Joe Biden, who doesn't even know how to put his finger in the nuclear arsenal. But if he had to, he would have someone else do it for him. That's the difference. That said, it looks like things, the pendulum, and I mentioned this on Friday, I believe, is in fact swinging the other way. I never thought that was possible. I had this kind of like give up attitude like, oh, this isn't going to work out, especially after the so-called insurrection the very next day, the special elections down there in Georgia. Uh, and then, of course, you know, everything went topsy-turvy after that. And here we are, a year and a half later, uh, into uh, Joe Biden's term. Gas is up the yin-yang. Uh, the, you, know, the, uh, you, you, can't, you, you can't get your, your, uh, your treadmill on time. And, uh, but at the same time, I think there's going to be big, big changes in the next couple of weeks. First of all, Joy Reid, uh, not that anyone cares, but I do, looks like her job is coming to an end. And ultimately, I think uh, 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 Jen Psaki is going to take her place at the 7 o'clock slot, <coughs> at least for starters. I can't imagine they'd give Jen Psaki anything better than the 7 o'clock, uh, 7 o'clock slot on MSNBC. Joy Reid's numbers the other day, someone said she got less than a million, a million viewers over the course of a month or so. It was something pathetic. It was really sad. Uh, but this is what the left wanted, and this is what we all get. But now it looks like things are changing. So let's just hope. Let's just hope something changes for the better. And we have Danny Francis on the air. Danny, how are you yeah, doing? Long I'm time no speak. Off the show because I know there's going to be a lot of traffic that's going to follow this, call, this telephone call. Okay, fine. Oh well, um, hit me with it then, Danny. Did we you need watch, traffic. The uh, DHS secretary's hearing the other day on. Uh, I saw. I saw. I didn't see it live. I saw excerpts of it though, Danny. Yes. You saw the excerpts were. Uh, Jordan attacked him and other people. I did. Him? I did. I did. Okay. Yeah, I did. So, uh, did you hear his explanation of what DHS is doing? Um, he he avoided a lot of the questions, but go ahead, Danny. I mean, his direct answer, what he an answer to them saying they were setting up a, a 1984 Orwellian utopia yeah. sort of thing. Right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, that, that, uh, the fall. He said we're setting up, and this is what he said: a DHS working group, not a bureau. Not an agency, a working group, which means people will sit down, throw ideas out, throw out information, what have you, right. work it up, make point papers, what have you, what have you, what have you. That's what it is. But uh, people are just, uh, I hate to say, I'm going to say it, though. <laughs> people like you and others on that side, and I, I appreciate you being that way because my, i got a lot of family members that are conservative, so I understand where you come from. But I have to say, you're talking about this disinformation as if it's going to take over the country in 1984 and be and here. That is absolutely false, and that's the purpose of this whole thing is to stop that sort of, and I'm going to use the word here, that sort of disinformation that you're saying, such as, 
that Ron Klain is running the government because Biden can't run the government. Yes, stuff like I you stand can't by that. Say them. things like that. Where's I just the did. evidence. Show me the evidence. Uh, I, okay. Show me the proof. I, 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 I can show you the proof. Only I can't show you exact proof, but I can show as 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 uh, the video of our president right now clearly illustrates that if this man doesn't know if there's someone standing next to him or in many cases doesn't know what day of the week it is or can't read a teleprompter, I have to suffice that at that point and many other things that come through my ears and eyes, Danny, that this guy doesn't have the aptitude to run the country that someone else is running it for him. I've Thank seen you. those same things. And, you know, but, you know, one thing about Joe Biden, I'll say this, and people can agree with it or disagree with it, he's been like that his whole life. No, he hasn't. And you know what, Danny? I disagree with you because I keep seeing video of him. And Remember, he's been around. He became senator in 1972 yeah, under, the, under the Nixon administration. Go figure that out. 45 yeah. years. And you see video of him. You know, even as vice president under Barack Obama, and certainly in the early 90s, he had more vigor. He could speak well. I didn't agree with him. And he was so much better when he plagiarized in the 88 campaign. But he seemed to have everything. He, he knew what he was doing. But now that he's a, he is the king himself, because you guys couldn't get anyone else to be president, now we're stuck with a guy with cognitive challenges, Danny. Well, and that's me, why other people are running it for him. Let me give you... Do you remember seeing this clip on YouTube of... Uh, uh, former President Trump was signing in the White House something, and he was talking to him, and yada, 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 and congratulated yeah. people, thanked him, turned around to walk out of the room, they grabbed him, pulled him, sir, you have to sign this. Oh, I forgot to oh, sign I forgot, it. yeah, sure. H have you seen that one? I saw also George W. Bush walk to a door that didn't open. And, and, he, and he told the people, if you want to find out the, the bottom of all these things, check the oranges of them. <laughs> check <laughs> the oranges. Well, again. But, but Danny, you, well, again, make, well, I have, have to challenge you. People make mistakes. They make gaffes. They make good. And Biden's the number one gaffe maker. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah, okay. We can that. agree on that. And by the way, you know, uh, 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 Gerald Ford, unfortunately, fell, what, once or twice over the course of like three weeks early on in his in his presidency. He his head in a few things. It happens. I know. And and yet, <laughs> if you, exactly, but he was he was always referred to that way because, you know, Dan Ackward, or check that, Chevy Chase, would depict them that way on Saturday Night Live. So we call them the klutz. And I get that. That sometimes it's unfair. Yeah. But what's going on with, with Joe Biden at a time when we we always need a good president. I don't care what century it is. But now we definitely need one. But he's not running the ship, Danny. There's no way in the world he's well, running the ship I, right I now. disagree with that totally. And I think there's too much uh, uh, evidence to prove that uh, what you're saying is wrong. But, here, here you know, a, a new book is coming out by his former Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper. Okay. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't followed. No, I haven't heard anything about it. Well, so. you know, there's there's a total right now, and, and you can you can check these if you want. There, there's a total of eleven books out that that people will call tell-all books about Donald Trump, right. including two from his uh, his niece, uh, Woodward and Costa, yeah. Michael Cohen, uh, John Bolton, and now Mark Esper. And he, in his book, he's quoted as saying that uh, the president, went after uh, George Floyd was killed, Yeah, right. He, he asked Esper, he says, this is a quote, and there was 34 other people around that heard this and got it first and second-hand information during the conversation. And this is what Trump said after the George Floyd riots broke out in Minneapolis. He says, can't you just shoot them, shoot them in the legs or something? Yeah. He said that to well, the DOD secretary. Yeah, well. It sounded like something he'd say. Now tell me who's in charge there. You're the president of the United States saying shoot protesters. Now I don't. I don't. Well, I can also say this. I can also say that uh, Donald, uh, President, uh, former President Donald Trump, did not know that England was a nuclear power, and that was uh, kind of embarrassing. I'm, also, ju I'm just going to add to to your list of things, Danny. 
Go he right also ahead. informed the public that we probably didn't know that uh, Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Well, okay. But, okay, but, but, but <laughs> one thing. You can go on all day with this. Uh, you can go on all day, but Danny, one thing you've got to remember. Danny, the point Danny, I'm saying is. You've got to remember one thing. You've got to remember one thing. Donald Trump never ran for public office in his life. And the only reason why he got there was because people were so fed up with the typical politician, and we still are. That's why he got in there. Was I, he the most polished historian totally of all time? Not even close. I totally agree with that. And there, there's, a, there's a lot of hatred. And I'll use that word. I, I don't use it sparingly. There's a lot of hatred out there for Democrats. I, I'll say that point blank. But that, they're not the only cause of what's going on in America right now because the reaction to, quote, <laughs> the hateful Democrats, the liberal socialist Democrats, which I don't think they are, like uh, who was that guy from Florida, congressman a few years ago, said there was, there was 81 known communists in the House of Representatives. And Ga- they, remember Ga- him? Was it Gates? No, it was a guy. He's now in Texas right now, the, uh, the black farmer. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he, he's out of Congress. He's back in Texas now. He was from Florida, but he was a uh, congressman. Said, yeah. I have documented evidence that there's 81 communists. That, yeah, right. going all, this is crazy. I know, I know. The point I'm getting at, though, Glenn, yeah, right. this is the bottom line. Like I'm Maxine Waters to, makes a lot of sense? That is the de- that is the de- uh, the disinformation out there. And what's the purpose of it? Is to cause chaos, disruption, turmoil, violence, uh, whatever you, other adjective you want to put on it or adverb you want to put on it. That's what the purpose of disinformation and is. And if you listen to my show on Friday, I actually had a very, very good analogy to the guy yelling fire in a, in a, in a, in a fire. Check that, in a movie theater. Uh, and then and then Twitter comes along and gives them the ability to yell in 3,000 movie theaters at the same time. That's yeah. the difference. And, and that's, that's been, why... That's been, ruled to be, that's been ruled to be not free speech, too, by the way. Well, I, well, whatever. But at the same time, if you watch some of these pundits on TV and a little bit of history, you know, between, like, uh, Lincoln and Douglas and many others prior to the Civil War, you know, people would have, you know, shouting matches at, his, at each other all the time. Whether one was completely wrong or not, it was an opportunity for people to stand there and say, I agree with you, and I think you're an idiot. We, if, you know, you, if you get in there and say you can't can say anything at all, on, that's not America. Can, we can agree and disagree on a ton of things, and, and I tell you, I, I, I strongly, strongly support the freedom of free speech. I really do. But there's, there's exceptions to free speech, too, by the way. And I think one of the best quotes I heard, and I think I've said it on this show before, from a former Senator Pat da- uh, Moynihan. Yeah. He said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, their own views. Right. But they're not entitled to their own, own facts. facts. I know. That's a great quote. It and is. it's true. But it is because true. Because you, you can't, you know, misinformation is one thing. I know. That's where you just make an honest Here we mistake. Go. You, you, you tongue-tie yourself when right. you're talking to somebody. But disinformation is purposely, purposely, purposely planted to cause chaos, disruption, and turmoil. You know, I and feel usually to disrupt a, an established democratic government. Uh, that's that's ridiculous. Uh, well, if you want to well, say ridiculous. if you want to say democratic from, government in, in, in as far as democracy, that's playbook. fine. Glenn, it's not ridiculous. So, Danny, at, at the end of the day, it's pretty good to know that you came up with the definition of disinformation right here on this show prior to this no, so-called disinformation zone. Do you know what the Russian word for disinformation is? Uh, Nyet. Nyet. No. I don't know. No idea. The, the Russian word for disinformation is disinformatia. Oh, well, that much, that's not much. It sounds Italian, by the way. That's, the per, that's why Stalin developed it, because it had a French flair to it, and he was said it was developed by the West in 1923. Wow. Well. And it, it's in their black playbook, huh. the KGB black book. Wow. Sounds good. Disinformatia. There you go. Well, well, I was complimenting you because you brought up that definition well, well before the, the disinformation czar. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing czar. more of it 
And I, I'm not going to consider myself an expert because people are going to call and say I'm, I'm the worst thing in the world when it comes to being an expert. But, I, you know, I, I do. I did study Russian for a year. I studied Korean for a year at DLI in Monterey, California. Uh, those were area experts that I worked in those two countries when I was an interrogator for 12 years. So I do know a little bit about them. I don't, I don't like to show off, but it's a fact. I'm not showing off. It's something I'm stating as a fact. It's a public record. Uh, but uh, I do have a lot of knowledge in that area, and that's yeah. why I brought it. I didn't develop that word on this show. I maybe no, I know you. It, I, but but, I didn't develop but, it. Well, you 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 elaborated on it. That's yeah, more I did important. because I, I knew I, I saw the trend that was leaning towards saying that more and more, and I thought, no, th- this this is not right. It's playing right into the playbook of 1923 from Joseph. Stalin. I know, and 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 yet, and, and then I got to go because I got a break, and someone's yeah, calling me. But, but 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 the, uh, all that said, I mean, just you know, again, if you watch Fox for five seconds, there's clear evidence that Hunter Biden's laptop exists, Danny. And oh, yet, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it does She's singing as if it's not. She's I, literally I, singing that. I've never said that. No, I'm, I'm talking about this uh, uh, this new girl, uh, Jankowitz. Yeah. Nice Irish girl. Yeah, she was one of the first. So she, she's tongue-tied. She should, have, she should correct herself. Yeah, well, she's and full any, of crap. And some of the other agencies, too. The, the laptop exists. I'm not so sure the contents in it and how it's interpreted. Oh, That's God. a different thing. But, look, I, I just want to get that out there. We really, really need to get back to forming the best part of our whole world and definition of the United States. And well, she's not the answer, Danny. That, that just unit. divides us more. That's we the need, problem. That's the point. We need to get back to being a United States, not to disunited. I, I'm with you, but boy, when you start hiring a czar that looks like her and sings like Mary Poppins and downgrades everything that we we know about as far as Giuliani and the laptop, that doesn't get it. That doesn't put us in the right position. It, it, it may not, but you know, I think I, I think you're right on that aspect. But I just want to make sure that you, everybody knew that this is a, a working group at DHS. It's not a bureau. It's not an agency. It's not a new department sort of thing. It's a working group which people are going to share ideas. All part of the Homeland Security, stop, which was created after 9-11. And look how they manipulated it. And look what the president's been saying in his, in his speeches lately. Once again, white supremacy is our biggest problem domestically. That's a, that's a sham, Danny. And did you know you as well as I did. Biden's speech last night at the journalist? I, I did not. But I have seen him it make. Was really, it was pretty, pretty good. Oh no, no! At, at the journalist thing, yeah, I, I saw parts of his thing. He's he mocking stutter, himself. He didn't make any gaffes. He was. It was pretty. It was pretty good, actually. You'd, it needs to be. It was really good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad they brought anyway, it back. Anyway, I, I didn't want to take up too much no, time. I'm good. sorry if you're I good. did. All right. No, you good. Well, thanks. Okay. Dan. That's uh, Danny Francis. Somebody else was on the line, and they're right here. Hi, you're in the air. Yes, but your your caller is right about disinformation and what it's meant to do. But the one thing that he doesn't talk about is for the last five and a half years, they have done that to President Trump. That's how they got him out with disinformation. But he never talks about the Democrats, what they have done. And the Democrats have destroyed a lot of people's lives with disinformation. But we don't get him to talk about it. He just talks talks about the Democrats and so... Anyway, that's it. No, Catch you I, later. I appreciate it. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Our first half hour is already done. It's been done. That's why I got to do a break. We'll be back. Hey, it's Mike Hibbard. Ah, back. Oh, yeah. Oh, must be the end. Must be the early part of the of the month. Breaks are sort of. Get those orders in. No, nah, no, nah, we get orders the old-fashioned way. Come on now. Not like the other guys. Go to our website. What the heck's the matter with that? All? Anyway, uh, twenty-one. Uh, check that. Twenty-four minutes before six o'clock. 
and my phone is working. I, it's the first thing I so- talked about today. My phone is, I can actually make a phone call again. It's a great feeling. It's very liberating. I, I feel like Tom Hanks was, was, was captured and saved off the island. <laughs> I can communicate with people again. It's the 21st century. All right, let's go to the phones. See who's there. Hi, you're in here. Uh, first off, glad your phone's working because I'm one of the ones that called in and told you you should switch to Spectrum. It was a good idea. Nah, it was a good <laughs> idea. Yes, yes. But, uh, you know, I've never called in in years and put Danny down, but people like him are sick. No, then he's not sick. He's just, that's his beliefs. You can't call I mean, a man I mean, sick I mean, for believing Biden, what he believes. You can't do that. Vaccine waters could just violently, like, rape him, and he'd say, oh, they were just aroused. Well, no. They, just, they come up with any excuse for anything. Well, I, I just want to take Danny out of that configuration, but I will agree with you in the point where, like, for instance, when they were the DHS guy, I forget his name, the bald guy who runs the DHS, who's denying any type of accountability as far as the Biden administration and their, and their, and their whole ideology on the border, and he, he evades all the simple questions like, why are you doing this, and all that stuff. So I look at that as like, yes, it is a sickness, but as you know, if you've listened to me, I say it only because their theory is they're trying to save their form of democracy and that anything goes in the realm of Trump before, during, and after. So that is comes across as very sick-minded, no doubt. But uh, a lot of people like Danny, her historians and their older people, I can't put them in the same category. I can put the AOC crowd and a lot of millennials, and for that matter, this, this uh, what's her name, the, the girl that was singing Mary Poppins. Now, she's sick yeah. because they believe their own BS. That's the problem. Yeah, you know, you know one, uh, something else? Just two things. One thing that really bothers me, yeah. and I see this in comments on social media, is they refer to anybody that's conservative as like Nazi Germany and everything. Right. And I'm pretty sure when I was 18 years old and I registered as a conservative, right. I did it because I liked the fact that conservatives believed in less government, less control, right. things like that. And I'm pretty sure Nazi Germany was the complete opposite of that. Right. And anyone who resorts to, to, to name-calling like that or referring to uh, uh, President uh, Donald Trump as Hitler... Or, or believers as SS or Nazis. Uh, one, they don't know anything about history. Two, it's mob mentality. And three, they're looking for a reaction. But four, most importantly, and I'll get back to number one, they don't know what they're talking about. And that's what really hits. Historically, people are really ignorant, but they don't care anymore. <coughs> they're just part of yeah, the same so mentali- you're, you're mob mentality. You're a movie buff. Yeah. So the other night, the other day, I made my father watch, and it should have been one of the dumb, and my father's 85, I, I made him watch the movie Idiocracy. I never Ever saw it. That? Never saw it. Never never knew it existed. What's it about? Idiocracy, so guys caught cryogenically frozen, him and this, this girl, hmm. and they wake up, say, 5,000 years in the future. Yeah. And everybody's stupid, and, and it's just, everybody's been brainwashed, and you'll, you'll have to watch the movie Idiocracy, because huh. you'll see... So many things, and the other one I watched last night yeah. with the old man was Demolition Man. You know, yeah, that was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, and uh, Wesley Snipes. And was, that references cancel culture and everything. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it's like a liberal utopia. Right, right. And that was made in 1993 just to be a fantasy, right, uh, right, dumb action movie. Right, right. And, and that movie couldn't oh. be made today because the bad guy, the only guy, the only black guy in the whole movie was the bad guy. I, I don't know how they yeah. even got away with that in 1993. Uh, but uh, the movie I- Idiocracy, you'll have to watch What year? That. What what year are you talking? What year? Uh, I mean, the 50s, the 60s? probably came out in the early 2000s. Oh, okay, so it's not that old. Yeah, and uh, it's funny, it's the same thing as in Demolition Man. Uh, Taco Bell is like fine dining. Or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they got the one guy 
the one guy there with the weird hairdo is kind of balding. He has an effeminate, you know, kind of a voice. He's like yeah. one of the lead guys. Um, yeah, he kind of reminds me of the lady that that was hired f- uh, for the uh, you know the the guy that's a woman now. I mean, he kind of reminds me of of that character. <coughs> so you're yeah. right; it's not that far off. It really isn't. Yeah, cancel culture. They actually say the word cancel culture in the movie. No, but it's just uh, it's just like like the, it's well, close because after COVID now, so like there's no handshakes anymore. Right. They just put each other's hands near each other and like. Wow! Leave them around, yeah. and there's just all kinds of things like that. Yeah. They don't, they don't, uh, they don't have sex in the movie. They have to put helmets on. Right, right, right. That's, like sounds a like a, man and, yeah, and like Woody uh, Allen. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, thanks. I appreciate idiocracy. Uh, yeah, it, 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 idiocracy, Glenn. You got to, you got to check it out. I wonder if the president could say it, the word. You know, when it came out, you think of this is the dumbest movie on the planet. Right. You might not have finished it. Right. And now you'll just go, wow. Wow. Jeez. And now I'm going to watch Demolition Man, which was not a good movie, but I'll watch it's it anyway. On, uh, if you got if you got Hulu, it's on Hulu. And I like Demolition Man better, by the way, with uh, the late great uh, Richard Dawson. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was a really good movie. All right, I'll check it out. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. All right, Glenn. I'll Thanks. talk to you. Well, there you have it. And then, as I was doing uh, doing the commercial break, News Junkie has a feature here. Now I can't find it. Today's birthdays. Let's see if I can find it here. I don't have my glasses. One thing I've noticed, boy, my eyesight sucks. Hi, you're in the air. Uh, how do you do? Uh, oh, you got to turn off your radio, your apparatus. Apparatus. Yeah, wah, wah, wah. Okay, I'm sorry. Echo, echo, uh, echo. I just uh, would like to comment on uh, Mr. Danny Francis, if I may. Yeah, One by, little thing. Yeah, by all means. Not so little. Yeah. I wish he would stop uh, conflating protesters with rioters and looters. Well, is, is he? Are you saying that he's calling us protesters and looters? He Me? is conflating rioters and looters with protesters. He said the president of the United States wanted to shoot protesters. Oh, they right. weren't protesters; they were rioters and looters. Oh, gotcha. I understand. I see what you're saying. Well, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, the president was talking about rubber bullets too at that reference, but who knows? Let's uh, it doesn't make any difference. Rioters and looters should be shot. Well, I mean, you know, looters should at least be addressed as who they are and what communities they're coming from. I agree with you there. Sonny, he just hung up. Sonny Houston, for instance, I have this fantasy. I don't know why. It's just a fantasy. It's not the real thing. <clears throat> you know what that song's all about by Billy. I was going to say the late, great Billy Joel. If you've seen a picture of him recently, you might think he's late and great. He already looks dead. Uh, but that song kind of reminds me of another great song from the 70s called Imaginary Lover. And then who could forget uh, Cindy Lauper's version of uh, Bebop? Bebop! Bebop! <clears throat> Boy, people love talking about that topic. Anyway, where are we? What was I just talking about? Oh, I know. I know what I was going to say. Yeah, he was talking about, uh, I have this fantasy of going on The View. And, and then and going on there like the, with kind of like this, uh, you know, neutral you know, way of, of saying, well... America should be really concerned with all the looting that we're seeing. This is during the Christmas time when we saw all the, the smash-and-grab people and a lot of these companies, CVS, Walgreens, retail shops. I, I was listening to one of the pundits today. Apparently, there's a, there's a big building on Lake Michigan in Chicago that's, that's, that the people are moving out of because people are getting robbed and the crime's too close and blah, blah, blah. So, and we know that you know, the predominant number of people committing these crimes, looting, uh, you know, Asian uh, uh, attacks on Asian Americans in our cities. 
we know they come from a certain community. I don't even going to say it, but you know what I'm saying. And I wonder if there's any way I can get on the, the view as, as, as a woman, if I have to, whichever, just to sit there and say, boy, America should really be concerned with how other Americans are out there with this whole smash and grab. And we should also be very concerned with the Americans that are toppling over you know, elderly Asian people in our cities. And we should also be very concerned with, with our Americans shooting other Americans over nothing. And then other Americans, such as a three-year-old getting shot, you know, you know where I'm going with this. Do the passive-aggressive thing. Refer to, don't refer to them as thugs. Don't refer to them as blacks or teens or fatherless. Or, that's not going to get you anywhere. Because people will stop you right then and there and say, no, you're wrong. You can't put it those terms. But if you refer to it as America's got a problem. We have too many Americans shooting other Americans in our cities. Don't call it ur- urban cities because that's a, that's, a, that's a dead giveaway too. Our cities are dangerous because Americans are shooting other Americans. Americans are going into retail shops during Christmas and just smashing and grabbing. As America, we should be concerned with these Americans. You see where I'm going with this? If, if you could just put those, that context in front of Sonny Halston, she's just going to be seething. She's going to be so angry because she knows what you're doing, but she can't do anything about it. You see where I'm going with this? She knows who you're talking about, but the moment you start referring to them to anything other than Americans, she can't say a word. She'll just have to let you sit and talk. That's what we have to start doing, recognizing as Americans, we can't continue this, this craziness anymore. We just can't do it. I'm talking more or less about the crime in America because say what, what you want about immigration, say what you want about COVID restrictions, the, you know, I don't really care. To me, the, what's paramount is safety in our streets. I'm doing ads right now. I won't say for who, but the focus is shifting from what your government can do for you to, hey, are we living in a safe place anymore? Do we, do we keep our, 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 our uh, are we able to protect our, our corrections officers who are, not, who are completely understaffed right now? We just had an incident up there in Cape Vincent. And we look at that. So, well, that's just unfortunate. That's the, you know, that's 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 what you sign up for. You're a corrections officer, <coughs> but the numbers are staggering. We hear these numbers about people, you know, being released from jail. We we wonder, do we even need a penal system anymore in the state of New York? Of course we do. But now we have less people working the corrections uh, f- uh, these facilities ever than ever before. So these guys, these guys are are, are left in there with with criminals. And at any given time, it could turn into a, 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 just a, a total bastion of, of, of cruelty. And that's exactly what happened two weeks ago when a corrections officer needed nine stitches. That should have been just another day in the park. But we don't think of things that way. Safety is paramount right now. We, 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 we're fortunate. We live in northern New York. Criminals don't like the cold. They really don't. You ask anyone who knows, and you can figure it out. Crime is diff- it picks up in the summer months. And uh, our summer is like for two weeks long. So we're fortunate. But to see constant visuals of people being pushed on subway trains, you know, beaten up over $5. And things that imagery that we thought we we, we gave up on 40 years ago back in the 70s and 80s, back again with a vengeance. I would love that opportunity as a fantasy to go on The View. It's not going to happen, of course. You're on the air. Hey, Glenn Curry, it's Gun Nut. It's the Gun Nut. What's happening, Gun Nut? <laughs> How you doing, guy? How's all your travels? Was that a good trip? Yeah, it was a good trip. We had a good trip. We went down to Florida in January. 
Uh, and that was the first time ever for a week. And uh, now we're going. Now we're starting our, our venture back to the lake. Every oh, weather permitting, of course. <coughs> but it's great. We love the fact that we have a piece of North Country right here in Watertown, and another piece right on Lake Ontario, Gunnut. So we love it. We really do. Yeah, huh? yeah, that's a beautiful spot out there. It the is. Peninsula. Yeah, no murders that's near true. our part. Uh, no one got stabbed. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's good. I, that's I good. shouldn't joke. Listen, that's I know. Horrible. I know you want me to be nice, and I will. Yeah. Your Danny call earlier. Yeah. Here's here's the problem that and I see it is these people are so married to their party that they're not going to look at anything. Now, how do you think Danny? What's Danny going to look? How can you look at inflation? How can you look at the price of food, gas, wars, open borders? How can you look at all that, Dan, and then still be? Uh, playing lawyer with the establishment of this uh, corruption anti anti Biden group in the Homeland Security. I mean that's that's totally wrong. Whether it's a, a a bureau or an agency or a flying saucer, Dan, I don't care. The point is, it should never have been established in the first place. You're talking about the and DHS, what, folks, or yes, the the, the new yeah. Yankowitz or yeah. whatever her name is, the singer. I'm no, just 16, going on 17. She's wonderful. Yeah. Ask Dan, defend her. But anyway, here's yeah. the deal. She is cute, though. But they've also they've also lied about everything of consequence. They lied about the Hunter laptop. They lied about the Chinese corruption thing, the bribery through the, the Biden's office. Right. You know, they lied about Russian collusion. They they didn't just nuance it. Right. They completely lied about it. That's right. what these party lovers did. Right. And now the same people, my friend Dan, right. wants to establish he's crying about misinformation. Yes. Dan the biggest disinformation the biggest cases of misinformation have come from you. <laughs> He would. He would. I mean, he would is, agree isn't it true? I mean, no, I mean am it, I wrong? It, am it, I being mean? Here's the thing. No, you're not wrong about being because just like I said with the, with the with the caller earlier, Dan is our only left speaking person on this show. We can agree on that. Every now and yeah, then we get yeah. we get someone that flies in and flies away. We never hear from. So the tendency is is to throw all the stuff at Dan. Is you did this? You did this? So I think we have a tendency to say yes, that's true, but we can't throw it all at Danny. Because Danny's kind of old yeah, school that's, too. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. I take that. That's fair. Yeah. But on on contrary, I would say this: there's not a single Democrat policy that has brought us inflation, open borders, right. wars, right. everything else, right. crime. Right. There isn't a single policy that Dan doesn't agree with. Well, he just starts talking about what's happening in Disneyland or something. Uh, I mean, yeah. they're going to hurt. Yeah, some congressman that moved to Texas because they what they're doing, the damage they're doing to the country, is such that they can't hide this. You can't hide six dollar loaves of bread. No, you can't. You can't hide that from five dollar gas. Yeah, you can't. No, I mean, you know, you may be a, you know, you can be your politics can be anywhere else. But as Dan says, you're not entitled to your own facts. Right. And the fact is that you and your party are not, not you know, they have done this to the country. Right, right. And it's not going to, it's not going to, but how are you going to, how are you going to ever convince anybody I, who I, I don't think wants, it, I, wants to run from it? 
yeah. when they're looking at all these facts, but right. they still love the Democratic Party. Right, right. I but, don't know what you're supposed to say about them. It, I mean, you but, know. But, but uh, gun nut, it's, it's one thing and one thing. Alone. It's, it's mob mentality, which has always existed, but people feel justified. As long as it's a world without Donald Trump and some red white guy with a red tie telling us you yes. know, that to close down the border, as long as it's th- yep. against that, they all feel compelled to stay on the same platform. Whether it's right. a lie or not, they feel compelled. They feel justified. That's why they continue this farce. They say it's to protect I, our democracy. Their I version. agree 100%. This was all sold to us by right. that party. Right. And, and hate, they, they hate Donald Trump. And hate they Donald own Trump. the airwaves. They, that one guy, the yeah. lit, they call him the litany guy on the, on Fox. He's always on pretty much once a week at least with with uh, Tucker Carlson. And he's always exclaiming how, well, this, that. He goes over a litany of things. He's, he's a professor. He's bald. He's smart. Blah, blah, blah. He talks too much. But he said something the other day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't have majority rule, but they have the rule that matters. They have academia. They have media. They have social media. So it's just like what apartheid was to South Africa. You didn't have to have majority rule, but you just had to have rule. And that's where the Democrats are right now. A lot of people disagree with them. But I I say it passively, aggressively. I say 84 million people voted for this. And deep down inside, I know they didn't. They just wanted Trump out. But this is what we all get. That was a totally manipulated election. They changed dates. They changed deadlines. They just flipped. And they want to do it again because if you notice, if you notice, there was. And then they they lied about the major issues, which is. Chinese corruption right. with the Biden COVID, you know, and and Russian I- interference, and right. they lied about the biggest things that matter, right. and it's destroying the country, or right. it has destroyed the country, right. and they don't care because they just are so enamored with that party. Right. These people would vote for the destruction of the United States if if it was what their party pushed. Right. If it was, it, as long as it didn't it include. A, a white guy with a red tie, a Republican running <laughs> as president in sixteen hundred Pennsylvania. I agree. I gotta go. I got. It's a I'm simple, dying. simple message for simple people. All right, Dan, good talking to you, Gunnar. I gotta go. I gotta do a break. Oh, and not okay. to mention, I gotta go to the bathroom. I, I, I don't know what's up with me. All right, uh, I gotta cough up. Anyway, we'll be back. Roof looking. Call you back. We're back. We got somebody on the line. Been waiting there for a while. Hi, you're in there. Hi. Um, this is nothing new that's going on. Uh, if you look at. Uh, Flower Tiven project. You look at uh, Solinsky's rules for radical. Uh, he died. Solinsky died in 1971. And 45 goals of communism, 1958, by Cleon Skozin. Uh, there's nothing new here. This has been in the works for years and years and years. And you just look at look at that. That's 60 years ago. Um, you see where we've come and where we're going. And uh, although I, I believe you're right, there has been a shift. And um, I don't know if it matters, though. I don't know if the shift matters. You know, they always say recently they say, oh, Latino voters are are inclined to uh, don't like uh, the the Biden administration and the the results that it's seeing or not. Uh, That doesn't necessarily mean they're going to vote for for a Republican come Election Day. Um, And again, here's the one thing I uh, the one caller before chimed in. Uh, If you've noticed, covid is still here. And now they're saying, yep. oh, the South is going to be affected this summer. And you know yep. darn well what they're doing. Georgia is the big ticket. They're going to want That's to control right. Georgia and at least five, six other key states that are losing we'll or may or may not lose a, a Democratic senator. So go ahead. Sorry. We'll have to close it down again and have to have uh, 45, 60 days for the voting. Right. And, and can't have contact with people. And uh, right. the, the plan works. The plan is working. It is working. It is working. It's working beautifully for the the left, and 
I, I I pray a lot. That's all I can do. But I think you and Jeff are doing a good job, and uh, I, appreciate I appreciate it very much. And uh, it's a nice service to our community. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, what I was saying earlier, my fantasy is to go on there, on the View, and refer to all 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 of the troubles as Americans only. And again, there's so many ways we could do that. You just don't have to say Americans. You could say all of all of, whatever, whatever it takes. Don't pinpoint who you're who you're pointing the finger at, because it you won't get any you won't get anywhere. You know, because you know uh, Jankowicz will say, "Oh, oh you're you're racist." Like, no, I just used the word Americans. No, you you're referring to someone else. You, you used inner city. That's not the truth. No, it is the truth. Oh no, you're you're done. You're finished. We don't want people like you telling you know spousing stuff like that. Could get us in trouble again. Anyway, getting down to the nitty-gritty. Uh, th- hopefully tomorrow will be warmer. What a crappy day. What a beautiful weekend. And then we had to come back. This was a typical Monday. Hopefully we'll have a better Tuesday. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. This is CBS News on the